Hello, it's Josephine here and I have a question for you, studio owners. Yes, you. (laughs) Are you wanting to accelerate the growth and success of your studio business? Do you want to improve your branding message? Do you want to have a rock star brand? Do you want to nail that irresistible offer? What is it that attracts people to you and not the studio next door? What makes them come into your studio doors? What what is that special thing, that, that irresistible thing that people cannot stay away from? Do you even have an irresistible offer? And I'm not talking about a free trial, okay? What is your irresistible offer? Do you have unbreakable boundaries? Are you are you on the hamster wheel of your business? Uh, we've all been there. Believe me. I know. I know. Are you saying yes to things you wish you said no to? Are you giving more energy and time than you want to or can afford to? Are you breaking your own personal boundaries, right? So, you know, we're going to talk about that and how to, how to make those boundaries unbreakable, not just for your business, but that really starts to flow on into your life. And it means that you can be doing more that you love and and spending time with your loved ones as well. So that's a really important topic. And then finally, number four, we're going to be talking about more, more, more. That's right. Don't be shy, studio owners. It's okay to want more. You know, we want more students. We want more attention. We want more money. And that's okay. It's not a dirty word. More is not a dirty word. Yes, creatives, I'm talking to you. I know because we all feel that. Um, we, you know, especially when we go into that people pleaser mode and we don't want to ask for more, we don't want to present that we're seeking more. Um, but you know what we are, and we're going to have that conversation. Now, why am I talking about this? You may wonder, well, let me tell you, (laughs) I am celebrating, uh, the launch of my signature course, talent manager bootcamp by kicking off a four-day free Studio Accelerator Week. So what does that exactly look like? Well, it is four days where you get me online absolutely free. You get my coaching, you get my expertise, and you get to open up your mind to the possibilities of how you could have your own rock star brand your irresistible offer nailed, unbreakable boundaries in place, and how you can get more, more, more students, retention, and money. So each day we're going to have a different topic. So on day one, it'll be the rockstar brand. Day two, your irresistible offer. Day three is unbreakable boundaries. And day four is our more, more, more students, retention, and money um, topic. And I'm going to be presenting to you you know, one hour lessons with then a Q&A open to me at the end of every lesson where you can ask me whatever you like and I'm going to stay on that call for as long as I need to, to be available to you because I want to help you accelerate your studio growth. So I'm going to touch on that today a little bit in this um, episode 
but you're obviously not going to get (laughs) all of what you can if you register. So what I would love you to do is head to the show notes and register now via the link for Studio Accelerator. This is the week that you are going to get all of my free information, lessons, and resources. There are no strings attached. It's obligation free. I'm running this at 1 p.m. Sydney time every day from the 29th of May through to the 1st of June. Have I got that? Yes, 29th, 30th, 31st, and 1st of June, okay? So 29th of May is when we kick off. There's going to be daily prizes as well, but you have to attend live um, to get some of the bonuses. So uh, if you want to be there, that's amazing. I'd love to see you there. Uh, and you can register via the link in the show notes. So make sure you do that. But let's um, let's get into it. Let's start talking about those four topics. We're going to kick off with your rock star brand and what that actually means after this. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Josephine, your performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. Today, we are talking everything studio acceleration. I just imagined myself stepping on a pedal then and just gone, because that is exactly what I'm imagining for you. Once you nail these four action steps into your studio business, these are four key areas that we are going to be covering um, in this episode in this episode and, of course, for what I am calling Joe Week, which is my Studio Accelerator free offer. Now, let's kick off with my first action step and topic for Studio Accelerator Week. That is your rock star brand. Now, what exactly do I mean by a rock star brand? Well, see, having a brand is something that sometimes isn't necessarily strategic from studio owners. And when I'm talking about brand, I'm not just talking about colors and name and the creative aspects of the brand, because that is what we tend to always do. As soon as we open up our business, what's the first thing we do? We think of what's the name? Yeah. Then we go, Ooh, let's make a logo. What are my colors? What color are my leotards going to be? Right. That's how we imagine our brand from 
a visual perspective, you know, but we're not actually diving deep enough because in my mind, there are three, three key elements to creating your rock star brand. Now, why do I use the word rock star? The word rock star came to me actually because I was once in a business seminar and the person that was presenting at the time talked about your rock star intro. Now, a rock star intro, as described, was when you don't introduce yourself, you have someone else introduce you as a speaker. This was so you know, welcome to the stage. Joe Blow, you know, that kind of thing. So instead of you coming on and saying, hello, everyone, my name is Joe, someone else actually goes, you know, award-winning entrepreneur, yada, 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 X, Y, Z, superstar, introduced to the stage, put your hands together, everyone, Joe Blow. So that was what they described as their rock star intro. But the rock star intro went further than that. It was how you signed off on your email. Do you just say, you know, Joe Smith, dance principal? Or do you say, Joe Smith, award-winning um, award winning entrepreneur, you know, degree of X, Y, Z, doctor this, doctor that, degree from university, blah, 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 whatever, your credentials. Do you sign off with your credentials to show people who you are, even just in the email? you know, all of that stuff. Are you, when, you know, is your phone message for your business just, hi, welcome to XYZ Dance Studios. Please leave a message after the tone. Or is it welcome to, you know, Sydney's number one musical theatre space for young people, blah, 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 XYZ Studios, award-winning, yada, yada. Please leave a message after the tone. So, It's about positioning yourself as a rock star and giving yourself a rock star intro everywhere people go. You know, your website, your email sign-off, your voicemail. When you walk onto the stage at your concert and present a speech, are you just walking on or does someone say, please welcome to the stage, the director and creator of yada, 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 XYZ Studio, Joe Smith, right? And I'm using a generic name here, Joe Smith. And for anyone listening that's not in Australia, Smith, I think, is the most common English Aussie name. I don't know. But uh, so I'm using it today. But you get my point, right? How are you projecting rock star status in your business? So, So that's one part of it. And that's why I've decided to say instead of saying Let's like topic number one, your engaging brand or whatever. We're saying your rock star brand because I want you to think of your brand as a rock star who deserves nothing less than a rock star intro everywhere you turn. Okay. You can tell I'm super passionate. Now that that's, that's just a basic general overview of the Rockstar brand. Um, in the four day, um, accelerator, studio accelerator week, Joe week, we are going to cover your Rockstar brand. And what we're going to focus on particularly are these three pillars of branding, which is you. Yes. You, the person that may hide behind the brand. You, the studio owner. 
are definitely one of the key pillars here. Second, the studio, the business. So you've got you, the studio, then you have the community. So those three key elements, those three core pillars of your rockstar brand are essential. So from a really simplistic point of view, and obviously I'm going to deep dive in the actual Studio Accelerator session much further than this, but just to give you a quick overview, you know, um, you can apply even just that simple concept of that rock star intro to not only yourself, you know, getting people to introduce you to stage now. Please welcome to the stage to deliver our awards Um director and da-da-da, Joe Smith. But you can also do it for your team. So that's where we talk about the studio business, right? So there's you. Then there's the business, which is the elements of the team, right, the actual core team and also the facilities that you use, right? So you can uplift your facilities, you know, Do you ever talk about the quality of your facilities? Do you ever talk about the convenience of your facilities? Do you ever talk about the value of your facilities? What about your team, the core parts of your business? So the tangible parts like the target floor to the air conditioning system that you have to the people that run it. Uh, So when your teacher, for example, steps onto stage to present the awards at your end of year concert. And I'm just making that up, right? Your end of year show. Um, it might be you, it might be team, whatever. Do you ever actually bring them on stage for a round of applause? Do you get them to come on and receive the accolades and the applause? Do you showcase and talk to your audience about who your team actually are? And there are ways to do it. It doesn't have to be on stage. It can be digital. Um, through video messaging. It can be part of your onboarding process. We're going to cover all of that in Studio Accelerator. But the point being, what about your team? I mean, for example, I've got this lovely teacher. uh, We call them coaches in our service. I've got this lovely teacher who's from Mexico City. She's been here for a good couple of years. And in Mexico, She's like a superstar. Like she played uh, the lead role of Princess Jasmine in their professional stage musical of uh, Aladdin. Uh, she played uh, like Prince, is it Prince or Princess Aurora, um, Sleeping Beauty in their professional stage production that toured like Mexico and the US and stuff. But in Australia, she's not got a name for herself that way. But we make sure we mention that. That's not something we brush over. Um, And, you know, she's our in-house choreographer as well. So we talk about that. So if I welcome her to the stage, for example, and I'm using stage as an example, and it's only one of many that I will share in the accelerator, uh, I say, now, please welcome to the stage, you know, our, you know, musical theatre, our international musical theatre star, coach and, you know, club choreographer, leading club choreographer, Coach Paulina. Because I want them to have that rock star intro too because it elevates my brand and the studio business, okay, because 
I want people not to just trust me. I want them to trust me. That's why you, the studio owner, is pillar one because we want them to, to know, like, and trust you. But we also want them to know, love, and trust our team and also respect the fact that they've got these facilities. Even if you're in a dingy club hall, there are, there are um, three areas of innovation in any key business or service, and that is, you know, I think the first one is price, the second one is convenience, and the third one is quality. So let's say you you hire a dingy uh, club, like, you know, community hall. And so your area of innovation when it comes to facility, not service or quality of class, but facility may not be uh, quality. Okay, because studio down the road has, you know, beautiful mirrors and target floors. We get it. So what do you, what can you compete on when it comes to facility? Is it convenient? Do you have a car park? Whereas your friends down the road with the shiny mirrors don't have a car park. Sell the car park, you know, sell whatever it is that is going to elevate your brand and your position in the market. Hey, guess what, everyone? We've got a free car park. Parents love it. They love it. If you have an adult studio, adults love it. The last thing they want to do after work coming into class is have to search the streets for a parking spot and, and walk three blocks up. Now, maybe you your studio doesn't have parking. Maybe you do compete on price. Maybe you have great air con. Who cares? Sell it, sell it, sell it. Maybe there's a safety aspect that the doors, you know, are kept. We lock our doors and we have a, do- a doorbell service so that we keep our children safe on the main road. Who knows what it is, right? You've got something. You've got something. You've just got to think about it. So just remember those three key elements of um, areas of innovation, rather. You're either competing on price, quality, or um, convenience. That's it. You might have one, you might have two, you might have all three. So you might be a unicorn right there. But either way, sell whatever area of innovation you can think of in every key part of your business and um, that's going to elevate your rock star brand. And then finally, the third pillar is community. So we've said you, the studio owner, is pillar one. The studio business, which includes team and facilities, is number two pillar. And then the third pillar is community. So how can you apply rock star brand to community? It could be that your kids or your students, excuse me, kids or students are going out to do phenomenal things, right? I just had a little hiccup then. It literally, up oh, my throat, there we go. Okay, so the Rockstar brand applies to your community as well. So how can you lift up your participants? It could be even your parents. It could be, it might not even be the student itself. It could be that you do a piece in your newsletter on the parent who's a professional photographer that comes in and does your studio photography for your, for your end of year show or for the, for the photos. Like, we have this amazing dad who's, a, you know, a professional photographer of 30 years who, who's so community-driven and so nurturing to our space that he comes in out of the goodwill of his heart every year and he does this. Good on you, Bill. 
rock star brand. Okay, wow, what a beautiful rock star community. These people pull together. You know, what if one of your kids has gone on to amazing things, they might be performing professionally, share it, share it, share it. You know, um, celebrate the wins, put it out there. So you get the kind of gist there with the rock star brand. Okay, next we're going to head to the second topic of my Studio Accelerator and that is your irresistible offer right after this short break. Studio owners, are you ready to accelerate your brand, to elevate your brand to rock star status? Then join me for Studio Accelerator, a free four-day coaching experience where you will learn the four action steps to take your studio business to the next level. We're going to start on day one with the rock star brand, where we will cover the three core pillars. Pillar one, you, the studio owner, the rock star of your business. Two, the studio business and its assets, including team and facilities. Three, your community and how you can leverage the rock star status of your community into the public to attract more people to your brand. It's not rocket science when you know how, and I'm going to show you how in Studio Accelerator. To join me for Studio Accelerator, head to joeweek.com. Okay, now we've already talked about your rock star brand, which is day one of Studio Accelerator Week. Now let's move to day two, your irresistible offer. Now we know that irresistible offers, typically people offer the free trial. That's the go-to for most studio owners and educational facilities and the performing arts. Come and try us for free. Try us for free. Try us for free. Look, that's a great offer. Hey, I even have that offer. But what would I say in relation to it being unique? Well, I don't think it's unique at all. I think it's what's expected actually in our industry. Now, not everybody has, by the way, the free offer and the free uh, trial offer. And I totally get that. You do you, right? I, I understand. And everyone has something that may work differently for their demographic, clientele, location, etc. For me personally, I love the free trial. I think that works really well. It gives people that chance to taste test, I suppose, what we're about without the commitment and feeling, you know, draw, you know, drawn in that they have to pay for something straight off the bat. Some people may argue that because they don't pay, then they don't get um, the commitment side of things from the client. But I think that with good follow through, you can get people through the doors for trials. So, you know, two sides of the coin, whatever floats your boat, totally fine. But we're not actually talking about the free trial because yes, that's one part of the story, but that to me is not exactly an irresistible offer. So when we talk about irresistible offers, what we're talking about is something that is usually creative and exciting. So something that is different something that is enticing um, and usually the other side of it, so not just something that is creative, exciting, but also something that can be quite generous. So sometimes people may think, well, that's really generous. Um, one example of a generous offer I've done for classes that might be really small and I want to boost numbers in before I can them if they're, lo they're low on profit is I will do a one month class pass. And one month is a really long time. And people go, whoa, that's, that's like four weeks of classes. That's insane. Well, it is a bit, 
It is a bit, but it actually has worked to build my preschool classes up before. So if I'm feeling that we're a bit low in particular areas, I might go, we're offering for our preschool class a one-month class pass where you get to try us four weeks totally obligation-free. So that means that we don't charge them, there's nothing to pay, but we do follow up. So the catch to it is, is that like they need to make a decision by week three. So on week three, they're going to get a call. We're going to follow up. We're not going to leave it. We're not going to wait till week five. We're going to follow up. We're going to say, hey, how how are you going? Do you want to actually sign up and continue? Great. Let's start the enrollment process. Um, so that's one idea, but there are a lot of ideas and we're going to go through the irresistible offer and how to determine what is irresistible to your people. Because you may think you know, but maybe you don't know. Maybe irresistible offer is that, you know, we talked about the car park before. Maybe the only parking area in your, in your area is paid and you have a, um, arrangement with the local parking station that provides your people with free parking or half price parking. I'm making it up, but that's kind of irresistible. That's like, wow, we get half price parking passes at the that place, blah, 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 whatever. We're going to talk about it. We need to first determine who you serve, what your people want and desire, because sometimes it's actually not about the money. See, irresistible isn't always about the money. Maybe it's a merchandise offer. Maybe it's, you know, something that is exciting in your local area and you've collaborated together to have this really great business collaboration where, you know, the local coffee shop gives, you know, X, Y, Z to your clients and vice versa. So, you know, it's, it's about finding out who you serve, what entices the people in your demographic, and then finding out how to actually tap into that. So, you know, have you ran surveys, finding out their interests? What do they like to do? What do they like to spend their money on? Where are they going? You know, what do they do for fun? These sorts of things can tap into that irresistible offer. In Studio Accelerator, we're going to look at some of those uh, examples and different examples of irresistible offers that not are not just financially based, but yes, absolutely financially based, but also tap into community benefits and so on so that it's not just about money, but it can be about money. I mean, my one month free pass is about money, but it's also beyond money because it's about letting preschoolers actually give something a go for a little while. Uh, I actually have a coaching client who does a paid month pass, I believe they charge something like, I don't know, $40 for, I don't know, a month or whatever. And that can be an irresistible offer too, because you're saying, Hey, instead of spending, you know, $20 a class, which is $80 for four weeks, you can get four classes for $40. So you, or a five pass class, a five class pass for $40 or whatever. I'm making up the price. Again, this is about your demographic. Um, don't quote my prices. Um, but yeah, and saying you get to dance or you get to do acting classes, you get to do singing classes, you get to do these classes for five weeks at only $40 or $50. It's a five class pass. 
and then you can decide if enrollment and commitment's for you. That could be your irresistible offer. There's lots of ways to do it. I mean, I've seen people partner an enrollment um, promotion with a beautiful dress. Whatever works, you know, maybe not necessarily uniform, but something the child can actually wear out and about. So there's a lot of things that can entice people into your door. So we want to make sure that we're tapping into that. And remember, it, it can be generous, it can be creative, um, and it can be exciting. So have a think about that. Uh, next on my schedule for Studio Accelerator on day three, we're going to talk about unbreakable boundaries. Now, this is a really important topic for me because I've shared in episodes prior and I even have an episode that talks about, uh, you know, boundaries. Uh, I talk about how we need to have respect for our boundaries, but we're going to deep dive into this in Studio Accelerator Week. We're going to go further. We're going to talk about uh, ways you can actually overcome the people pleasing because you can't change the way you feel about it. You know, we can say, oh, say you don't care. I don't care what they think of me. But deeply you do. You do care. We all care. Even when we tell ourselves we don't, the reason we tell ourselves that we don't care is that we are actually creating a standard for ourselves. So even when I say, I don't care what they think, I don't take phone calls after 7 p.m., right? I don't care what they think. And then you get a message that says, hey, you're not answering me, you know, and then they feel unloved and not cared for and that you're not a very good um, service provider or carer. So that that may hurt your feelings and you can pretend it doesn't, but it it might still very well do so. But we're still going to tell ourselves we don't care because we're protecting our boundary, okay? Sometimes we have to move past what feels natural to us, uh, which might be that people-pleasing side of ourselves or the feeling of, you know, deeply caring about what others think of us, which is really a human uh, reaction to when people dislike what we have to put out, right? Um, so that's normal. But the point of it is, is that we, we need to have strategies in place or internal dialogue in place that allows us to be truthful to ourselves and to have our boundaries intact, okay? So it doesn't mean you're going to stop caring and you have a mantra on your wall that says, who cares what people think of me, (laughs) right? Because I feel like that's really unrealistic and it's actually turning off our human instinct, which is to care, you know, and it's okay to care. It's okay to care. But what we don't want to do is take away from our loved ones, our profitability, our own joy, okay? So the first thing we need to determine is what are our boundaries? What are they? Now, in my uh, coaching coaching week, Joe week, I love saying Joe week like that. Just imagine the pom-poms flying right there. Um in, in Studio Accelerator, I'm actually going to be sharing with you my immutable laws. These are the core values that I've set in place for my business uh, that I not only have hanging on my wall and live by, not just in my business, but life, but I also share with team and train team. So I'm going to share with you my seven immutable laws. 
and hopefully that will inspire you to create your own. I've never actually shared them publicly ever, only ever to my team. So I've never shared all of them and talked through my immutable laws. And, and that actually helped me set boundaries because I've had some doozies. I mean, I've had some actual doozies and I've mentioned it to you guys in previous episodes. I've had literal abuse thrown at me at, at a showcase before by a client where they threatened to beat me up. I've had, and this was years ago and no, I don't have that anymore because I have unbreakable boundaries. <laughs> I've had people not pay me. I've had people um, tell me to, I've had a person tell me to my face that they couldn't afford to pay me because they bought a new Mustang uh, and, and just got back from Bali. So they were broke. I mean, I've had a lot of things. I've had um, teachers that have treated me poorly and I've allowed it to happen out of desperation of not wanting to rehire and go through that process. There's so many things. And so you're not alone, okay? You're not alone. And the only thing we can do in the boundary space is get clear on what we want. So clarity is crucial. Get clear on what we want. Then we need to make them rules really and that's what my immutable laws are that these are the unbreakable laws of the land right for me and it means that I will not um I will not allow myself to fall into the trap of being treated in particular ways or having particular experiences that when those things do occur that I then go okay uh that's a boundary that's been broken and we need to, you know, we need to stand in our personal strength and, and, and rise above that. And so having them written down really helps me uh, to reflect and remind myself and ensure that it's not happening in my business and life, right? So we're going to actually make this an action step process and not just talk woo-woo about boundaries. We're going to actually bring it into the real world, get you writing them down and making you know, making your own laws of the land. Okay. Okay. Before we head into more, 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 we're going to talk about more students, more retention and more money. We're going to head to a short break. See you soon. Studio owners, I am excited to share with you Accelerator Week and share with you not only how you can create an irresistible offer within your studio and inspire ideas to bring traction into your studio space, but also how you can respect your personal boundaries so that you can jump off the business hamster wheel and stop giving all of your time and energy to your studio business and start living your life and giving more energy to your loved ones. That's what I want for you. I want you to have not only an irresistible offer that brings the beautiful people into your room, but also having boundaries in place that keeps them there for longer in a harmonious and happy space where you are proud of what you offer and who you have within your studio business, that you've really created a dream studio for yourself, one that is by design, and not by default. I want you to learn these action steps on day two of Studio Accelerator, where we go over your irresistible offer, and on day three, where we cover unbreakable boundaries and set in real time your immutable laws, your business. These are your core values. We're going to create them live on the call 
join me for Studio Accelerator. Head to the link in the show notes or head to joeweek.com. Finally, it's time for more, 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 more students, more retention, more money. Okay, now in Studio Accelerator, this is day four of the process. Uh, and remember, I'm going to be hanging back for Q&A sessions during Studio Accelerator Week. So after the lessons, you can actually ask me whatever you need to that applies specifically to your business. Now, I want to let you know that this live coaching week is going to be recorded and played back in the private Facebook group where this will air live. However, uh, I'm really going to encourage you to attend live because if you do attend live 1 p.m. Sydney time, that's AEST time. Is that right? Yes. Um, each day from the 29th of May through the 1st of June. If you attend live, then you'll also get the downloadable resources emailed to you, the templates uh, and worksheets emailed to you, and you will also receive the opportunity to win prizes. I've got some really good prizes. I mean, I've got um, everything from Stacey Hughes is donating, I think, close to $300 in marketing, uh, a marketing campaign for studio owners. We've got, um, you know, gift vouchers. We've got lots of good stuff. So hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of things that you can win. So do attend live if you can. Okay, let's hit it. Let's hit more, more, more. Right. More students comes down to marketing. And it's about what marketing you are willing to invest time and money into. So we're going to cover that in Studio Accelerator, but essentially the core elements of it are there's always word of mouth, right? We know that. But how do we spread word of mouth? I mean, word of mouth has to be a strategy within itself. It's not just, oh, yeah, people just talk about it. Yes, they do. But what if you had a strategy associated to word of mouth? What if you actually had a plan of action and you were directing your clients to speak about you. See, because people will do what you ask them to do if they're your raving fans. But if you ask nothing of them, then they'll give you nothing. They might say when a friend mentions, hey, um, I want to put my, my kid in some ballet classes. Where should I go? Oh, my gosh, you should come to my studio. They're great. They'll do that. They may even post it on a Facebook group when somebody says, Hey, I, I, you know, in a private Facebook group, oh, I'm looking for some acro, acro classes. Where should we go? And then people will go, Oh, yeah, try this, try that. These things will happen. Absolutely. But what if you could create a strategy for word of mouth where you actually said and asked them to take action steps like, Hey, give this flyer to, you know, a friend, do the thing, post this, take this photo and hashtag over here whatever. We're going to cover that in Studio Accelerator because you can actually create a, st a strategy around word of mouth and you can have fun and unique ways of doing that so that you can become number one in your local area. Okay. So we want to talk about becoming number one. Uh, the next part of more, 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 not just more students, because it's not just about word of mouth. We're going to talk about, you know, Facebook marketing, Instagram, viral video. We're going to talk about all of that stuff. Okay. But you know, We'll get there. We'll get there. And these are things that you can apply to your studio business, paid and unpaid, because even online, I mean, you can have organic reach and you can have paid reach. We want to talk about both. 
Um, okay, and then we're going to cover student retention. So many things you can do for student retention. One of the things I rave about is talent management and how providing professional opportunities for your students in television, film, theatre, commercial, on stage, and more can really keep your students for longer, especially when you have an inclusive approach to talent management. That really helps um, because then everybody's welcome to be a part of your in-house talent management service or agency. It's not just for the elite or the comp kids. I mean, it can be. You choose who you serve. But, um, yeah, there can be an inclusive approach and everyone can be a part of it because, really, I mean, a commercial kid, a kid that's in commercials or an adult or whatever, it's just about authenticity. They just want real people doing real things. And so you don't necessarily need experience for that. You just need confidence and the, the desire to do it. Whereas once you start getting into, you know, lead roles like professional musical theatre, dance roles, whatever, then they obviously need to have a level of skill. I mean, you're not going to send your student off to the Lion King audition to play the role of Simba or Nala and they can't hold a tune to save their life. Of course not. But you can send them for a commercial to eat some cereal out of a box, okay? So there's all different levels of that. Um, that's one aspect of student retention, but there's a lot more. I mean, there's so many things you can do in a studio environment to retain your students. So we're going to talk about customer love and how I love up my customers. Customer love is a big one, and I think it's something that we we do naturally in our businesses, but not always strategically. Um, so, you know, you might do the whole birthday card in studio and post it on social media. That's customer love. But what else can you do? I mean, it could be the way you present your uniform, it, as in how you hand it to them. You'll be surprised just by giving their uniform in a beautiful ribboned box with confetti inside when they open it. I mean, it's it's the little things. It doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, we buy we buy bulk boxes um, online for very low cost, and we you know write on them with a gold pen. Low cost, put them in tissue paper, confetti inside, a welcome letter. You know, when the kid opens the box to get their their club t shirt, it's special. It's not just oh yeah, meet us at reception. Here's your t shirt, right? So we even courier to that. We even courier the box to their door with the child's name on it. Yeah. So we go all out. This is covered though. We cover the cost. You might think, oh gosh, that, that sounds expensive. You don't have to do it like that. You can get nice, um, you know, little, I sometimes even go, I used to go to office works and just get the white paper little bags and wrap it in, um, not cellophane, what's it called, tissue paper inside and hand in there with a little sticker and write their name on it with gold pen. That's a low cost and hand it at reception or or you bring it to the classes and hand it in person to the kid. Whatever, you get my point. Customer love is, is more than you think. It can even be free digital assets. And you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to explain it to you further in Studio Accelerator. And a lot of you will know what I'm talking about when it comes to digital assets, customer um, love, you know, sharing the wins and celebrating the people in the room. You you will know that, um, but some of you might not. And that's cool. That's why you're going to be joining me for Studio Accelerator, right? <laughs> why wouldn't you? It's totally free. 
So come, I'm just, I'm just giving it everything I've got for four days straight. And then finally, more, more, more. We've said more students, more attention, more money. So let's, let's get serious about money. We're going to talk about how to cut the fat in your business. And I say that with the utmost respect as a woman who has been plus size for most of my adult life. Uh, we're going to cut the fat, ladies and gents and friends. We're going to cut the fat. And what we're going to do is we're going to identify our low profit activities. We're going to identify the high profit activities. And then we're going to identify how we manage our money. How do we actually set aside the cash? What do we do to provision for tax, for wages, for your profit, for your money? Do you pay yourself a wage? And if not, why not? And you can say it's just not enough. Why isn't there enough? Let's identify the problem. Let's cut the fat. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Because I promise you that you can be paying yourself a wage if you restructure the business to be profitable. What does that look like for you? There's, there may be some hard truths in there that you may not want to hear. And then there's going to be joy from those that really want to embrace the change and start making a move on how you can move this business into a state of profitability. Because remember, guys, studio acceleration is not just about, you know, not just about the branding like we talked about, not just about what we offer, and it's not just about how we interact with our customers and having those boundaries. It's about having more for ourselves and our community, and that comes from having money. So more, more, more is about more students to bring in the revenue. It's about having more retention so that we can increase our revenue, right? Again, increasing our revenue. But all this revenue is a vanity metric unless we really talk about how we can get more money for you, the studio owner, into your pocket. Because if you make $100,000 but it takes $95,000 to run your business and you've only got $5,000 at the end of the year to take home, then something's up and we need to fix it. And that's what day four is about for Studio Accelerator. We're going to identify where the problems are, what can we do to fix them, how to provision for the different parts of your business and for your income, and we're going to cut the fat. We're going to identify those low profitable activities because 80% of what you're making comes from 20% of your activity. So this is an equation that is known amongst a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs. 80% of what you make comes from 20% of your activity. So what are you doing for the other 80% of the time and how valuable is that to your business? Let's identify that on day four of Studio Accelerator. And again, I, I would love you to register. Head to the link in the show notes and let's do it. Join me for Joe Week, okay? Thank you so much for listening, everyone. 
let's let's really start thinking about those four key action steps to accelerate your business. Remember, number one was your rock star brand. Number two was your irresistible offer. Number three, unbreakable boundaries. And number four, more, more, more students' retention and money. Okay, let's bring in more for you, more for your family, your loved ones, and for your lifestyle because you deserve it. You've worked really hard. You've worked so hard. And I want you to have more, right? I'm not asking you to, I'm not asking you to think of it in, in a selfish way. I want you to really step back from that um, perspective if that's who you are and start opening your heart to the possibility that you can have more and that you do deserve more and that your work is valuable, more valuable than you can imagine. It doesn't matter where you're from. Last week, I interviewed Carla Tierney, who's a regional studio owner. Her studio is going to look very different to a city studio. So if you're from a small country town versus, you know, a big city, it, you know, there might be some differences, but you know what? That doesn't mean you, you have to not have, you, you don't have a profitable business. Remember, like I said, when we talked about more money, sometimes there's going to be some hard truths, which means maybe you do have to teach that class and not have a teacher on it. Or maybe you can't afford that admin person for three days and you really need to have them for two days. Or maybe that ballet class that's running in the red because you love those two kids, but you just can't afford to keep it running has to, has to be removed or changed or, uh, combined into another program. Maybe you do have to say goodbye to a client who you can no longer service because it's no longer profitable. These are the hard truths I'm talking about. And I know you have it within you to make the change. So join me for Studio Accelerator. Let's do this, right? Head to Joe Week. Link is in the show notes. I'm with you every step of the way. So excited for this one. I'm just going to love you up from May 29th to the 1st of June. Just going to love you up. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Register now. Okay. Bye. Get ready, studio owners, because here I come, the Studio Accelerator Week, where you get four days of free coaching with me. It's going to be fun. It's going to be energetic. It's going to be resourceful, informative, and everything in between. On day four, we are going to cover more, 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 more students, more attention, and more money so that you can start paying yourself a wage and the way that you deserve in the business because you've worked hard for it. I believe in you. Let's cover these four action steps to accelerate the growth of your studio business. We're talking your rock star brand. We're talking about your irresistible offer, your unbreakable boundaries, and of course, having more, more, more of students' retention and money in your business and life. Register now for Joe Week. Link is in the show notes or head to joeweek.com. Let's do it, friends. See you there.